What would you like written on your epitaph? On your gravestone. What would you like be said about you? With ease, with a sincerity, without any effort. What would you like the people you love to say about you when you after you pass away? And then what do we have to do now to bring that to fruition? Maybe we already are bringing it to fruition. Just think about that question. And the nice thing about epitaph of it's it's very short. It's got to be, you know, the most important thing um, that you are aiming, that you aimed your life at. Not that you can't aim your life at many things, but if you were trying to encapsulate the vision of what you were attempting to do with your life, what would it be? So I was thinking, the first words that came to came to mind are he wondered. Because in line with the name of this podcast, I find I have such a deep spiritual connection to the concept of spirituality. I feel most alive when I'm the most curious. And then it got, that got me thinking just about my the states of being that I want to try to spend more time in. And of course, acknowledging that we will never get to spend our whole lives in the states of being that we want to be in. There's just too much utter shit going on. And that's fine. But can we marginally increase the amount of time we spend in the states of being we want to be in, in this case, curiosity? So I was, for a long time, I had a kind of a running list of little tiny rules kind of for my day. And it's all pretty basic stuff. It's like, you know, get enough sleep and don't eat too much. Get exercise and fresh air and stretching and and have some kind of gratitude practice, stuff like that. Small little behaviors that over time I've just realized just work better for me. And then so the question is, what does work better mean? And and then that's where that states of being comes in. Is I, the, the, the states of being that I keep coming back to that I want to spend more time in are curiosity, presence. I just want to be present. I want, you know, <laughs> It's so easy to not be present. It's the most easiest, it's the easiest thing in the world is to not be present. So what are the preconditions? What are the little mini, mini decisions that I have to make to make it so I have a chance of being present tomorrow or in three hours or a better chance that is. So curiosity, presence, profundity. And that's kind of a funky word. What does that mean? It's like some kind of something, it's deep, you know, it's something akin to poignant, some deeper meaning. And obviously these are all kind of related. And the last one is joy. And joy is a little bit different from happiness to me. It's like, just kind of like an excited, like little kid in a candy shop. Because it is, seems like a pretty rare gift to get to live a conscious human life. Um, especially if we're not in the middle of like, you know, suffering, agony, violence, danger, starvation. So many ways that life can go sideways. And if we're not in the middle of it. It seems like joy could be a totally, under, you know, worthwhile thing to try to <laughs> spend more time in. So those are the, the states of being that I'm trying to spend more time in. Uh, curiosity, presence, profundity, and joy. And then that long list of tiny behaviors is my best stab right now at how do I spend more time in those states? How do I get it so that that epitaph he wondered, and maybe something else about those other states of being too. He wondered, how did I get that so that I actually do 
that feels true at the end of my life. That feels true. And not just like he wished he had have wondered. Something like that. I guess what I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around is, is the connection between the biggest things we want out of our life, the big values that we want to embody, the big, again, the states of being we want to spend more time in. The connection between those and the really mun- minute, mundane little things throughout our day. How much water we drink, how much sleep we get, how much time we spend on our phone, how much stretching we do, how much fresh air we get. Because maybe the theory would be that if you truly take care of yourself, and you know, that's spiritually too, it's not just body, meditation and the like, if you truly take care of yourself, maybe you naturally, you just remove all the impediments and you naturally find your way to those core values, the core states of being that, that you're naturally drawn towards. Maybe it's just one state of being you're naturally drawn towards. So it's like these little rules about daily living and not overeating and watching how we relate to alcohol, stuff like that. It's just about removing the blockages between you and the states of being that you're naturally drawn to. And it's a nice way to think about it. I have no idea if it's actually true, but it's a nice way to think about it because it it makes those states of being seem more attainable, doesn't it? As opposed to some mountain we have to climb. It's more just like opening a door, something more analogous to an opening a door as opposed to climbing a mountain to get to the states of being that we want. And stop, just stop hurting ourselves. (laughs) Like tonight I had three Oreos for dessert. And it's just such a minute thing. Who gives a fuck? Three Oreos, ten Oreos, one Oreo, no Oreo. But on the margins, I'm going to feel a little bit more bloated tonight. A little bit more acidic tomorrow morning. And it's just like, you know, it's minute, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? But something I keep coming back to is that if you can string together a number of these tiny little decisions when you string together, like, you know, 60% of them, if you have like 10 little decisions that you think are the linchpins for the quality of your day, the amount of time you get to spend in the time, the, the states of being that you like, if you can maybe get 60% of them, it makes a huge fucking difference. And so is there a connection between those three Oreos and my ability to spend more time in curiosity, presence, profundity, and joy, CPPJ? I think so. Because I think the first thing we got to do is just kind of unlock, you know, the, the self, self. what is it, like, uh, self-inflicted kn- knots we put into our body. Because when your body's not feeling so good, you know, you didn't drink enough water, so you got a little headache, and you didn't stretch, so you're feeling real tight, and you ate too many Oreos, and you're feeling bloated. It's real difficult to orient yourself towards states of being that you want to be in, mentally or spiritually. Anyway, just early days in that line of thinking. But at the worst, just like, um, I mean, at the very least, yeah, let's just spend more time thinking about what we want our epitaph to say. And maybe just meditate on that, just think on that. It's like, he was curious, he was, he wondered, he wondered. And I'm wondering now. So that feels good.
And I hope you can find a way to at least a small taste of a state of being that you really enjoy. Whatever that is for you. And thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week on Happy When Curious.